When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Dilly Ding Dilly Dong, the Leicester Mercury's Leicester City podcast. I'm Rob Tanner. I'm joined today at the Mercury Masonette by James the Sharp End Sharp. And we're going to be discussing all things Leicester City. Uh, it's the quiet period. Uh, a couple of weeks after the end of the campaign, everybody's gone away on holidays. But uh, that doesn't mean there isn't stuff to discuss, James, as there. And uh, I suppose there's still top of the list is the lingering situation with Craig Shakespeare and who will be the Leicester City manager going into to next season. Yeah, and I think I think we're a little bit all everyone's a little bit surprised about how long it's taking because I remember Shaky himself saying after one of the final games of the season to say don't worry, you'll get a, you'll hear soon. Um the club's got a lot of future planning to do, so you can expect the decision to come quickly and no one's heard a thing really uh, <laughs> since then. So I think a lot of people and we get whether we get tweets every day from fans asking what's going on and if it is the delay a sign of the fact that they may be reconsidering the shaky's position or is the longer it's going on is that more concerning um so it's a little bit of, it's been a little bit of a worry for some fans that it's gone on for a little while but i think as far as as far as we know it's shaky's still the front runner and i don't know maybe maybe they've just said yeah, it's fine. We'll sort go on holiday. We'll sort it when you get back, and and that'll be fine. But yeah, I think the longer it goes on, that um, void of news, uh, then people start to um, panic. Yeah, and and you start to, to hear a few little whispers and rumours. And the one that we did hear was that uh, the performance against Tottenham and uh, City was thrashed. Uh, up to that point, it was definitely Shaky's job. Uh, but the owners were then having a little rethink, but. From what we understand, he's already had a meet. He's had several meetings with the owners in the south of France. He's discussed the situation. We understand that uh, it, talks are still ongoing. They're finalising some details, and hopefully Shakespeare will be confirmed soon. Because I think it's very noticeable in these sort of situations that there's been no speculation whatsoever of right. any other manager being linked with the job. Now I would have thought if Leicester City were looking as well uh, at their options elsewhere. Something would have come out by now. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, if you look back to the first time when Ranieri got sacked, uh, there were loads of names out there. You got Hodgson's name out there, Nigel's name out there. Even though it looked as though Shakespeare was going to was going to be given it um, for, for the end of the season, it, there were still lots and lots of names being thrown about all over the place. Whereas this time, hardly a whisper. Um, so I, I mean, I'd I'd take that as a sign that. It's going to be shakers. Yeah, and there is. You were right to say that it's important to get this situation sorted. I imagine quickly, quickly, because there's plenty of work for Shakespeare to do this summer. Uh, uh, most notably, he's uh, keeping his star names as well as adding to his squad. Now, in terms of possible departures, we already know that Riyad Mahrez has publicly stated he wants to leave the club. So, what did you make of that, uh, James? Um, I thought it was very early for Mares or his representatives to press the nuclear button because that is essentially what it is, a public plea to let me go. You only usually see that as a bit of a last resort. I mean, we, we saw a little bit with Yezhoa in in January where the 
the club had, had, had blocked a couple of some moves for her after he said he'd been told that he would be allowed to leave. Bids came in and they were rejected and the last one was but for Sunderland, wasn't it? And so at that point, the player then makes his vow to please let me go. Whereas this this time, it's come really, really, it's come really early, which it can only really be a, a an attempt to to smoke out um, any interest. But it, it's it's not really it's not the subtle way of doing it, is it? I mean, it's not it's not it's not like fishing with dynamite as opposed to tickling trout, isn't it? This way, like you, it's properly you're going for it. So either to sniff out interest or to kind of for his agents to. To try and lower the price because no, Leicester don't want to sell him. They they value him at fifty million pounds for a, a former Player of the Year, Ballon d'Or nominee, Champions League star, Premier League winner. Um, maybe his representatives can say, "Look, he wants to look. Look, I want to leave. He wants to leave." They can say to clubs, "Look, you don't want a a player disrupting the dressing room by not wanting to be here. So he wants to go. Accept thirteen, and you won't have anyone doing that." But. I think it's a gamble. It is a gamble. I, isn't I it? think it's a gamble from uh, Mares because um, we know that there was a lot of speculation last year, but there was no bids. Arsenal, they were interested, but they were put off by the price tag, and that, and it would would have been cheaper to get Mares out of the club last year before he signed that massive contract last summer. Uh, than it is going to be now because he's got th- uh, three years to run. He's on what we believe to be around uh, eighty, ninety thousand pounds a week, possibly even more bonuses. So you know he's 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 it's he's on a big contract and and I think that he must have been given some assurances there's interest for him there's a concrete bid going to go in for him uh, for him to do this because if it it repeats itself this summer and there isn't no bids for him he's stuck at a, a club where he's now uh, upset the fans yeah. he's to sing his name. He's probably upset with quite a few of his teammates as well with this fact that he wants to, to to leave. Although we saw some quotes from Wes Morgan saying that he doesn't, you know, he doesn't, he understands. He did. He said he, was, he said he was disappointed though. Yeah, he, he did say he was disappointed, but uh, that you know, we know what players can be like. But uh, no, I think it's a gamble for him. So I think he must have been told there is definitely somebody coming in for you. Now, who they could possibly be, James? We I know you did a piece, didn't you? Looking Ooh. at the potential suitors for Mares. Yeah, I know we've mentioned it before. I mean, I know. Wenger has come out and done his usual playful Wenger saying, oh, we're interested, we've not bid yet, but it could happen, it could not happen. So we know they were interested from, from Arsenal last season um, and there's clearly interest again this season. But Mahrez has said he wants to play Champions League football every season. Arsenal aren't in the Champions League next season, so they can't offer him that for at least another season. There's been lots of uh, speculation about Barcelona being interested, but... We've heard from numerous sources in Spain that that isn't the case. They they don't they don't want him. Mm-hmm. PSG and Monaco, the other two that um, are, are doing the rounds. Monaco, it doesn't really fit into their way that they buy players. They like to buy them young with potential and sell them on a huge profit, as you've seen with James Rodriguez and Anthony Martial, and they've got lots of those. Mm-hmm. PSG. Possibly makes sense, but Maris said last summer he said he doesn't. He's not interested in the move back to France. It doesn't interest him. He'd prefer to stay in England. So then that that then leaves you with with Chelsea. And there's been reports today that Chelsea might be interested in him. Um, he was caught on camera saying um, uh, Chelsea are a real club, an incredible club. It seemed quite coincidental that he he happened to say that right when the cameras were filming him. So that that's potential. But to be fair that. 
there aren't the, the options don't seem as vast as as Mahrez would possibly hope. Yeah, it was the Telegraph that ran the uh, story this morning, didn't it, of linking Mahrez with uh, Chelsea and uh, uh, stating that uh, Eden Hazard's ankle injury may uh, force Chelsea into bringing in some sort of cover. So. With that in mind, would Mares be going there happy to be cover for Eden Hazard, knowing that when Eden Hazard come back and he was fully fit and firing again and playing like he did last season, he's going to be on the bench every week. I mean, is that ambition? Yeah, I know. Well, he said in his statement that he's fiercely ambitious, isn't he? So if you're fiercely ambitious, you don't want to be getting splinters in your bottom every, every week, do you? And they, they've got Hazard, they've got William, they've got Pedro. These are all players who you would argue... Would Mares get in ahead of them, especially how he, after how he performed this this season? Probably not. Mm. I think uh, the club are quite relaxed about. It. I think they've been uh, they've known of of his feelings, his sentiments for a while, uh, and we're probably expecting something along these lines. But uh, be interesting to see what happens this summer. Let's talk about some of the uh, the other the speculation about other cl- uh, clubs looking at City stars. Jamie Vardy's been linked with all and sundry, hasn't he? <laughs> Again. I can't see Vardy moving on, can you? No, I don't either. I mean, I think, obviously, you're passing reference to, there's been a couple of, been Atletico Madrid um, said that they were interested, but they've just been whacked with the transfer ban, so that's not going to happen. Uh, and then Everton was the other one uh, as a potential replacement for... And I saw Man City linked as well yeah. in one report. No, I can't. I can't see it, really. It feels like the chance of Vardy to go was was last season. Um and he chose to stay. He's the main man here. He's loved here. He's the longer he stays here, the more of of a, of a legend he will become at Leicester. Um, and he and he will become a legend at Leicester because he's he's helped them win the Premier League um, and shown them loyalty. And now he's 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 thirty one in January. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't see him go. I mean, I was told around the time of the Arsenal approach last year that um, what ultimately made his mind up because he was offered more money by Arsenal to go there was that uh, he liked it in Leicester. He was settled in Leicester. You know, he was about to become a dad again, uh, getting married. Uh, loved the camaraderie around the the, the, the club. So I, I think it take a massive. And he's the main man. He's the main he... man. He's complaining every week. He's the goal scorer. He's the talisman. You know, he's got it. He's got it really good here. He's got on a good contract now, and he's coming to the professional game so late. He wants to make up for uh, lost time by playing every week and being and experiencing those things. And uh, so, I'd be really, really surprised if anything happened which uh, tempted Jamie Vardy to to leave Leicester City. But never say never in football. I've learned that the hard way. Never say never in football. And the the other one that um, we're expecting to get a lot of speculation about: Casper Smichael. It's not been that busy about. I mean, it was Man United, Man City have been linked with speculation pieces. Yeah, but Man City have just signed a new yeah. goalkeeper, and there were reports yesterday that uh, I saw a bit of in the gossip columns that Real Madrid are not going to go after De Gea this summer. Which, if putting two and two and two together and getting eight hundred and seventy, if they don't bid for De Gea and De Gea stays, are they going to want to sign Casper? Possibly, probably not. Um, so yeah, it's it's been a lot more quiet on the Schmeichel front, but he's the one I think Leicester fans will be more concerned with. I know after all the brilliant stuff that Mares did, winning the title, after his performances last season, we did a, we had a poll on our on our websites for should he stay or should he go if they get the right price, and over ninety percent are saying Mares should go. Um, Schmeichel is a completely different matter. Schmeichel proved last season or this season, should we say? That he he's the real deal. He's he's continues to improve and continues 
to show that he is in the the real upper echelon of of European goalkeepers. And I think if a big club does come in for Casper, then they they will struggle to keep hold of him if they can offer him Champions League football because he's shown that he can do that and that he he can excel in the Champions League. So he'd be the one that I'd be worried about. Yeah, I thought he was the only player really to enhance his reputation mm. uh, last season with his performances in what was a an up and down sort of campaign. But uh, I think it'd be a big worry to Leicester City the loss. I think it'd be a big blow for Los Casper because. Yeah. Uh, I don't see anybody at the club currently who could step into his shoes and provide that sort of confidence. Yeah, because you've got, with Myers, you've got Damari Gray who's knocking on the door, banging down for starts. When we saw Ron Robert Zeeler play last season, he, he's, he's, an, he's an able goalkeeper, he's a good goalkeeper, but he doesn't. He, he's not in the same class as Casper. No, he didn't do anything wrong, but I didn't see him making many great saves either. So uh, now we'll be, uh, be interested, that'll be another interesting uh, uh, plot to follow. Uh, let's talk about. Possible arrivals at Leicester City. Now, the rumour mill hasn't really cranked into life in full force yet, has it? But uh, and Leicester City haven't signed anyone. Now, obviously, this, the manager's situation will hamper that because not many players are going to want to sign for a club not knowing who the manager's going to be. Um, but there has been a, f- a few bits of speculation. Uh, what's most significantly caught your eye? Well, two two things really is that we know for a certain that Leicester want to sign at least one centre back. So of the room of the rumour mill that's been churning, the names that are being choked out all the time are, are central defenders. So we know we know that is the case. Um but the one that I think is is really kind of whetting the appetite for Leicester fans, um and I can admit that for me as well is is Gilfie Sigurdsson of Swansea. He there's been obviously reports that Leicester are willing to battle with Everton for, for his his signature, and he's the he's the kind of player that I would love to see in Leicester. Side. He just seemed like he would fit perfectly um, in that role behind Vardy. He works hard. He scores goals. He makes goals. He's deadly from set pieces, um, and it just seems like he would be one fan. And, and looking at speaking to fans on uh, in person or on social media, he's the kind of player that that Leicester would love to have at the club. And there's some history there. I mean, we we talk about Leicester City's policy where um, they generally are persistent with their mm. targets, and if they don't get them on one window, they go for another. Now we know there's been interest in Sigerson in the past, so I can't see why that interest would not still be there now. So uh, I think there may be some uh, merit in these reports, and uh, if uh, Mares did leave the club, and we're expecting him to leave the club, then uh, the arrival of Sigurdsson would certainly appease the fans a little bit upset at the departure of Mares, wouldn't it? But uh, let's talk about some of the centre-backs, because as I just said there, the you know history tends to repeat itself with Leicester City and we've had the usual uh, Mbodji and the Serbi um, and the one that also stood out <coughs> Hull City Harry Maguire uh, young centre-back robust I mean that's what they want they want a bit of youth in there don't they really yeah. uh, we understand that there, there is a, a, an interest from Leicester City in Maguire but it's not really turned into anything else at the moment other than interest watching the situation and obviously the guy proved last season in a side destined for relegation that he could cut the mustard at this level would that be a decent signing? I think so yeah I think I think what's important is that you want players if Leicester want to challenge for European football next season which having spoken to players and managers that's what they want to try and do you would want players who you know can play can can adapt to the Premier League and play and, and perform in the Premier League 
from the get-go, and that would suggest signing players of Premier League experience. So in the past, they've been linked with Michael Keane of Burnley, they've been linked with Ben Gibson from Middlesbrough, and as we say, they, we know that there is interest there in Harry Maguire. Um, for me, watching them, I would, I think Maguire is not... He would be my third choice from Keane and Gibson and Maguire, but with Hawley showed that he is a quality player and Marco Silva rated him exceptionally highly and said he's a future international. Um, but that, that is what they, that's what Leicester need. They need youth because um, even Wes himself said in a recent interview with ESPN, he said, me and Robert Huth aren't getting any younger. Both of them missed the end of the season with injuries. Wes, we know, has got a brilliant injury record, but he's starting to pick up niggles and, and injuries. Youth, Premier League experience, that's what Leicester are looking for. And Harry Maguire would be one of the players that fits that category. Talking about youth, um, there's a number of players, and we, we did a piece this week and we were highlighting some of the younger players at Leicester City who we might see get a chance in pre-season and, and they might have an opportunity and the top of the list is Harvey Barnes. This lad has really uh, lit up things at MK Dons on loan, 18 years old, and uh, he's away with the England of the 20s at the Toulon tournament and scoring goals for them as well. And I think we're going to see a bit of him in pre-season. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, well, definitely will. I mean, we would have seen more of him at the end of last season had that his loan terms been that such that he would be able to play, but obviously we couldn't. And Shaky was quite vocal about how disappointed he was by that. Yeah, I think he's going to be the one that fans are looking out for. Um, as he went to MK Dons and performed brilliantly, and then he came back and helped the development squad survive. It looked like when you see kids go out and play against men and perform against men like hardened pros get the better of them and then come back and it's like men playing against kids again which is what he did for the development squad it looks like he's doing similarly for the under 20s it looks like he's got a very bright future and I think we will see more of him especially in pre-season and then depending on how he performs in pre-season whether he gets a chance in the first team or whether he goes on loan to a championship club as opposed to a League One club, that's I think what we need, what they'll be looking at. Um, but no, he's definitely one of the bright future. Yeah, and what about um, the lads that the young lads that have been on the fringe? We didn't see much last season, but I'm thinking Bartos Kapuska, uh, Tom Lawrence, who has hardly had a look in since he joined right. the club, and he's been at the club a number of years now. Yeah, I think Tom Lawrence is going to be an interesting one, really. That's an, he's going to another one where pre-season will either make or break his Leicester City career, I think. He's been on loan at a championship club now, um, in a pretty middling championship club in in Ipswich, but proved that he had he can win games on his own. They're all, yeah, they were a one man team. Yeah, they were. I mean, I've got a, a got a couple of mates who are Ipswich fans, and they were saying he's he was there were games where they were nowhere, they were completely not in them, and then he would just do something that would just conjure up magic and and just win games or draw games on his own. Um, He's one that's never even had a look in really at Leicester, uh, but I think fans would would like to see him given a go. I think we'll see a lot of him in pre-season. If he performs in pre-season, there's no reason why he couldn't battle force his way into that first team or the first team squad, especially if, if Riyad is going. But if not, if he can't, then I don't really see what another loan spell would do for him. He's already proven it in the Championship, so I think if they don't think that he's going to be uh, involved in the first team then you might they might try and cash in I think that's the case I mean his stock is quite high now after what he's done uh, at Ipswich and if they really genuinely believe after all this time that he's not going to participate in the first team squad 
what's the point keeping the lad? He's 23 now. Let him get on with his career elsewhere and get some money back in for him. But it'd be great to see if you he... get some decent wage for him. Yeah, you probably could, yeah. But all the money's in the Premier League. It depends on if a Premier League side uh, wanted to, want him to come in. Now, it doesn't seem five seconds since the end of the season, James, and we're talking about the fixtures coming out. I know, yeah. They, um, so, yeah, they come out this coming Wednesday. It generally doesn't feel like like I can drawn breath since the end of last season already we're planning for the next one just shows how football is essentially a a year long cycle nowadays isn't it yeah and they're back in for pre-season training on July the 3rd as well Monday the July the 3rd they're back in for pre-season and we all start again but there'll be even though there's no action on the pitch there'll be uh Plenty to discuss in the, the coming editions of Dilly Ding Dilly Dong. So join us again next time. Thank you for listening. Check back on the Mercury website and our Facebook page for all the news coming out of the King Power Stadium.